0: All right, Leftovers at Midnight, episode 30. It's dirty the fucking 30. Dirty 30. Yee. Yee. Yeah, 30 years dirty. old. Now that's, whole...
1: That is kind of crazy, though. Like, if you think about, even if we did put one episode a week out, which we don't, <laughs> and they haven't, <laughs> True. but 30 weeks is more than half a year.
0: The podcast is 30 years old today. We yeah, have been doing yeah, this for 30 years and have not aged a fucking day
1: pretty incredible
0: it really is it is uh before we 30... get started with anything at all on the podcast um there is a link to a gofundme in the description of this if you want to check it out a friend of mine's dad got really really injured and they've been raising money for him for a back surgery he had uh, to sum it all up he ended up getting ran over by his own truck the whole like story and everything is um on the gofundme i think if you want to donate, feel free to. If not, please share it around. Um, people don't need to get ran over by their own trucks and and
1: dude. Like that shit happened. That shit was it. really close to happening to my dad once. Yeah. He was working on a buddy's car um, up on like uh like little ramps. Um, and he was working on I think he was doing tie rod ends on it or something, something that he didn't need to take the wheel off for, but he was like up underneath the wheel with the wheel braced against his right shoulder oh, wow. yeah, and the, the car rolled off of the ramp, the hubcap sliced the side of his head open and ran over his Jeez. shoulder. And it just so happened that the way that it, it rolled off, it didn't actually like contact his shoulder and the ground. Like it didn't squish them. He walked away completely fine. just with like, he has a scar on the side of his head where he very nearly like lost his arm working wow. on this guy's Jeep. Yeah, Jeez, I think no truck. joke
0: uh ran over him like long ways. So. Ooh. That's yeah. um that's how Anton Yelchin died.
2: I don't that know guy who, that who is. was in s- the Star Trek reboot movies. Um, yeah, I mean, um sure. he was
1: uh he played Scotty?
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. me up,
1: fucker. <laughs> <laughs> that's brutal, dude. Speaking yeah, of
0: of fucking dying, there's so many musicians that have died in the last 2 days. Um, the bass player for ZZ Top died which is fucking horrible but I'm, I'm not a ZZ Top fan I don't know about you guys so I, it doesn't bother me
1: I just I you gotta respect what oh, like God. who they are and what they've done for as long as they have but I don't Absolutely. really know that much about them like I'm not gonna pretend to be devastated by the fact that their bass player died as far right. as their music is concerned Um, but it is like you know sort of the death of a legend in a way for sure and not to mention the other death of a legend that we're dealing with this week.
0: Uh Uh-huh. Fucking Joey Jordison from formerly from Slipknot and murder dolls fucking died yesterday in his sleep, apparently. And for those of you who don't know who the fuck I am, I've been listening to Slipknot since I was 10 years old. So that's going on 14, almost 15 years now. And I literally have a drum set. I'm, I'm touching right now. I'm touching my drum set that I have because I I, I play drums a little because of Joey. Like that is my all time favorite drummer. And this is the second kid I've had. And like growing up listening to Slipknot, it's like those drums sound fucking awesome. I want to make it sound like (laughs) like little blast beats he does and all that stuff. (laughs) He's the fucking reason I play drums. And he just died at like 45, 46 years old in his sleep. What the fuck?
1: That's insane, dude. Yeah, it's tragic. It it makes you think about like people that you know who are older than forty five or forty six, you know. Yeah, like, I was thinking about like people I work with or like like my parents. My parents, uh, you know, out age him by like ten years, you know. So like it's freaky, dude, and. Not to mention, like like we said, he's a a legend. Like so many people were inspired to start playing music because of bands like Slipknot. Like especially in in uh, the scene that I'm a part of. And I was never really like a huge Slipknot fan. Like I didn't find out or really give them the time of day until way later. Like I skipped around in my phases for music a lot, but I didn't fall into the new metal phase until way after i was already into like you know deathcore and 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 metalcore like that it progressed past that and then i went back and listened to those i was like damn that shit's that shit is good yeah it took me so fucking long to realize <laughs> that slipknot was a reference to a noose like i'm really I'm ashamed at how long it took. This was like within the last couple of years. I did. I realized, oh yeah, they called it Slipknot because yeah. Oh. Joey like, I, is why they
0: changed their name to Slipknot. If I remember correctly, because he was in the band when they were called like the faceless or the nameless or something like
1: that. Yeah. The faceless is a whole different band. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, they might've had that. They have a song called the nameless or name. I don't remember. i I should know. I eyeless. They have eyeless as well. Yeah. Nameless might have been something
1: else. Yeah, for a long time, like the extent of my listening to Slipknot came down to um, like seeing mashups of Slipknot with like pop musicians or um, yeah, you know, people doing Slipknot songs in different styles. But absolutely crazy i mean I, he was very well known for having just like an army of symbols <laughs> like yeah i remember watching drum playthroughs of his and his, he had more symbols than he had drums right? And they're just it's just like a chain mail wall <laughs> around him and he did the <laughs> the drumming upside down in the box thing which was crazy
0: it's he's insane you guys have a favorite uh slipknot song
1: uh, I think Eyeless is my favorite
2: Slipknot song. God, I haven't, uh, to be honest, I haven't listened to Slipknot
1: in forever. They released a to... track a couple of years ago that I thought was really, really good. And I can't remember the name of the track.
0: Be Prepared for Hell or We Are Not Your Kind.
1: Um, no, The Devil and I. Oh, The no, Devil and I, that's, that's what I was that's thinking That's not of. it. That's not the one. That was a while ago. Hold that up. was after Joey left. This this song, I want to say this song is like two years old.
0: It might be We Are Not Your Kind then. Hold on, because that's the name of their new record. I know too much about this. Slipknot is like my all time favorite band. Like in seventh grade, I wore a Slipknot shirt almost every day. Even in my school photo, I'm wearing a Slipknot shirt. It's fucking badass group of like eight or nine dudes. Um, was, themselves.
1: no that's not it i remember very specifically what the video <laughs> looked like and i can't remember what the song was called what did the video look like because i probably um, know they were in like a they were in like a, a rundown house and there was if i remember right <laughs> there was like a some form of tentacle mom. Am I confusing? Is this a corn song that I'm thinking of? Maybe
0: <laughs> you might be thinking of devil and I, cause they have a song like that in a, like a rundown area. Very possible. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um. It does. No, it doesn't matter. I'm not,
0: I can't pick a favorite song from them, but my favorite song from them with Joey's drumming is Vendetta, which is on their "All Hope Is Gone" album. And if you guys haven't heard that, and you are a fan of drums, like the beginning of that song, it just gives me goosebumps every fucking time I hear it. It's, it's that's, that's my drumming noise.
1: I was one hundred percent thinking of a corn song. I apologize, Joey Jordison. <laughs> I was thinking of Rotting in Vain. Oh, uh, well, you know, banger. absolute banger. banger. Yeah. That was right around the t- when that song released, which now, golly, five years ago. Oh, my God. You're getting old, Thomas. Oh, that was kind <laughs> of like the first time I really started to pay attention to to bands like Corn and Slipknot and even like going to, uh, you know, uh, Deftones and um, other similar like new metal bands that have been around for forever that I never really gave a shot because I was never friends with the people who were super into those bands. Yeah. And all the people I knew whose favorite band was Slipknot, were like I did not want to hang out with them.
0: <laughs> it, their favorite band and their personality
1: was Slipknot. That's how it's it. Just, I mean, you get the same thing it's, with fans like Slayer, dude. Like you ever yeah, a Slayer exactly. fan? Oh yeah, Slayer fans uh, are some of the most insane fans. The first outlier. time I saw
0: Slipknot, they were headlining Mayhem Fest, and it was As I Lay Dying, Motorhead, Slayer, and then Slipknot on the main stage. So I got to sit through all that. I got to see Motorhead live. I don't even fucking like them. I only understood Ace of Spades because, you know. I love that song. I love that song <laughs> so doesn't? much. Who fucking doesn't? I mean, it's a banger. It yeah. sounds like shit live because you couldn't understand them. But well, there's, you know, reasons for that.
1: <laughs> um, Also, like bands like Gojira, who have also been around for forever. Absolutely, insanely good.
0: Gojira They're- is Delicious.
1: Yeah, they dropped an album. I think they dropped the album earlier this year, if I'm not mistaken. And that shit was hard.
0: I saw them with Slipknot a couple years ago.
1: <laughs> I wish I could have seen them. Like when I people would tell me like, oh, yeah, Gojira is coming. I'd be like, OK. And then like even within the last like six months, <laughs> I've come to find out that they are absolutely fantastic great great bands i had such a narrow opinion of music for so long like i was i cool cool guide my way through music most of my way through <laughs> high school um and it was a bad decision i wish i hadn't <laughs> yeah in high
0: school i just i didn't talk to anybody i just kind of played video games and all that and listened to slipknot so i coming to touched? town in a few months and i'm gonna go see them again so my third time seeing them live
1: I remember when Bring Me the Horizon covered eyeless like that yeah. dropped Slipknot on my radar because Bring Me the Horizon was a band that I had already been listening to for a little while, um, and I—I I, that was when I was like, "Dang, Bring Me the Horizon's drummer is really good." And then I found out that that song was a cover, and I was like, "Dang, Slipknot's drummer <laughs> is really good."
0: Yeah, <laughs> he he was, and their new drummer is just as good. I won't say better because I can't bring myself to say that, but he's just <laughs> as good as Joey was. His dad is a drummer for Bruce Springsteen's band or something like that. So it's a very weird, like, from Bruce Springsteen to Slipknot kind of like thing going. It works. On it works
1: though, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, who was it? So Brian May, guitar guy from Jeff mm-hmm. Dunham. His dad, yes, plays guitar for Marilyn Manson. What? I think, what? Hold on! No, no, no not Brian. No, May. Wait. I was no. gonna say
0: Brian May is Queen's guitarist. No, uh, yeah, no,
1: no, it's Brian. I know, um,
0: I know who you're talking about because his son Brian is Sinister. Ga- his son is Sinister Gates. Oh, okay. Yeah, the guitar that's guy. Right. The-
1: that's what it was. Yes, yes. Yeah. His son is Sinister Gates, which is nuts. Right. <laughs> like I was yeah, like, hold on, uh, wait a
2: minute. He's Avenged Sevenfold, right? Yeah, guitar guy, yeah. guitar
1: guy. Yeah. I remember that. That's so- another <laughs> band. That's a band that I never got into ever. <laughs> like, I never went through the Avenged Sevenfold phase. And then even after the fact, when I went back to listen to them, I still hated it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Their songs are really fun to play on guitar.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's fair. Are. Like, it's uh, I just... It was so that's the same thing, like Avenged Sevenfold fans, like that was their whole personality. Going back to you know the callback from last week, things that people make their whole personality. Uh yeah, oh yeah, like the and rock fans.
2: <laughs> and then you got tool fans. Now we don't talk about that.
1: Tool <laughs> tool is just primus without a sense of humor. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> That's that's,
2: I'd say that's pretty accurate. I love Primus. But, no, dude, Primus, Primus sucks. sucks.
1: I love Primus. I no, love
0: Primus. you know what sucks, but is actually really good? The fucking Twilight movies.
1: Oh my I god, saw, oh, dude. Hold up, no.
0: hold up. But before you guys spoil anything, I've seen the first one and everything but the last 30 minutes of the second one.
1: I'm not going to spoil it for you, but. Like I did not like those movies when they came out because of how much everybody talked about them.
0: Right. The directing is so dog shit in the first one. It makes you want to keep watching. Like this is just (laughs) me being me. And I'm sure you guys might be able to understand, but there's a specific scene in the beginning of the first movie where it's like 30 second frame rate, 30 frames a second switches over to a very crisp 60, back to like a jagged 30 and then it's 60 for like the rest of the movie and that little bit you wouldn't
1: have seen that back then when that movie came out you would never have known and
0: and there's a tint to the whole fucking movie oh yeah and i did not understand it the acting was dog shit Kristen stewart has resting bitch face out the fucking ass and robert pattinson trying to become this like jock vampire like sparkle boy is the most hilarious thing ever because he's such a good actor his portrayal is so serious and she's just like i don't know if i want to do this edward yeah (laughs) i got a whole
1: movie looks like like this yes (laughs) yeah pretty much (laughs) version of that where like like it's got that super high contrast and all the like, if you don't watch it in perfect darkness, there's a lot of the movie that you just can't see. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, Yeah, I mean, I'm, like when that movie came out, if you watched that in theaters, there's no fucking way you would have noticed the frame rate difference. No, no. Not on a big ass projector like that. And even even on TVs back then, like you would have had to have the best TV on the market to notice that difference in frame rate. This TV has
0: Blu-ray in it, a brand new technology. <laughs> I think it's about the time that it... Uh, no, actually, no. Blu-ray might have came out when the first Twilight movie was out. It might have been the time it was still newer technology. Probably. Blu-ray came
1: out just before the PS3 came out.
0: Mm-hmm. And that was that, a big
1: deal. Uh, yeah, because uh, PS3 games were on Blu-ray disc.
0: I remember watching episode 4, 5, and 6 of Star Wars on Blu-ray. And I was like, "Wow, this shit's amazing!" I forgot how good of a movie this is. Yeah, I remember is my parents death.
1: like having me bring my PlayStation into the living room so we could watch Blu-rays. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, because our TV Robbie... can handle it, but we just had like a normal DVD player. And this was before. This was back when Netflix would mail you movies. Yep. Oh yeah, you know? I remember or those Redbox. days. Red Red Bo- Bo- well, Redbox, Redbox still exists. I don't know how.
2: <laughs> well CBS. I mean the, well Redbox also puts out like movies that you know you can't find on streaming services for the people that don't know how to sail the seven seas. Yeah, I suppose. Um but you know Robbie, if you want to watch the Twilight movies, what you got to do is find the Rift Tracks versions of them. <laughs> uh if you don't know Rift Tracks, they're the guys who originally did Mystery Science Theater 3000. Oh. I don't know what that but is. But instead of doing cheesy sci-fi movies, they go and do like all sorts of new movies.
1: They did the whole Twilight series. That's funny. I'll have to check that out. Um, hey, we've just I been watching segue. them on Netflix. I had a segue. Completely forgot about it. Um, Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, so had, speaking of sailing the seven seas, I saw a picture of the founder of, <laughs> of the Pirate Bay. Do you, that guy looks exactly like what you'd expect he'd look like?
0: I you need basement to basement dweller us with this photo.
1: What's that? Provide basement us with dweller. the dweller. Hold on, I'm gonna I'll get it for you. And for everybody watch uh, who listens on audio, um, sorry. You're not you're not gonna know. Yep, what you should you
0: be watching the podcast because Tommy's background is one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. And you guys are missing out on it because you're not watching on YouTube. And so you're listening to us on Google fucking podcast, Apple podcast, Spotify, iTunes, fucking Zoom, SoundCloud, all that one <laughs> the, shit. The guy, the guy who
1: runs the Pyro Bay, he looks like if, if uh, Jesse Eisenberg and Shaggy from Scooby Doo, mashed into the same person. Oh my God! Like Matthew Lillard, Shaggy. No, just the concept of Shaggy. Oh dear Lord, he. Really oh, I've does. seen that photo before. He looks like if Shaggy. You, want, you can share it. I I already have my screen occupied over here for sharing, but um, yeah. Just oh, for what, for our viewers, we what, can share the image. What are you going it's,
0: to share with us, Tommy?
1: Well, <laughs> that was a segue and a half, wasn't it? So here's a guy. Yes. <laughs> this is this is the guy. This is the, the man, the myth, the legend, uh it's behind shaggy. the pirate bay. And he looks like I said, he looks exactly like you'd expect. With the anime like, girl drawings, even, like, the green and shirt and the brown pants. Looks he's shaggy. He looks just like shaggy. Look at the anime picture on the bottom left corner. Like the, the drawing of the anime girl. Classic. He's a weeb um but, but yeah so i went viral on tiktok this week um for a stupid video about how much of a pain it is to clean your car out uh when you have adhd um and that video i posted it on monday monday uh and by no i posted it sunday and by yesterday around five, four or five o'clock, I had a million views. Which, like, if, if that, if I was going to pick something to crack a million, it would not have been that. Like, I did not expect that was going to be the, uh, <laughs> that was, I did not expect that was going to be the one that, that really hit home for a bunch of people. But we have the TikTok here, uh, in case, you know, our viewers are curious. This is, this is what, a million people were interested in. I don't know if it shows the view count here, um, but here we go. Hey dude, why is your car always so dirty? Doesn't that bother you? Well, yeah, of course it bothers me, but it only bothers me when I'm actually driving and that's when I really can't do anything to clean it. Well, why don't you just clean it later? Well, with my ADHD, when it's out of sight, it's out of mind. So when I'm inside my house, my car's not dirty. It doesn't exist. It kind of sounds like an excuse. Oh, absolutely. I'll clean it again in a couple of weeks when uh, it's urgent because somebody has to get in my car or I get interested and hyperfixated on a car detailing kick. And that was it. That's the one 138,000 likes, 1950 comments. And this number right here. Hold on.
0: I'm bringing it back up.
1: This number right here is 3,100 higher than it was on Sunday morning. There we go, 1.1 million views, right, Challenger? So it's impressive. I mean, I suppose. Um, I think I froze. I apologize, you YouTube. Um, YouTube.
0: Yo, the video to the right of that has one, two, three, four views.
1: <laughs> that was literally just me with a filter on. It. Um, but yeah, so that's been kind of insane. It was crazy cuz like I would refresh my phone, like I would go and open TikTok, I'd go to my profile and then open my notifications of which there were generally like every time I opened my phone I had 99 TikTok notifications. Wow. And then I would Jeez. go to notifications and tap back to my profile and it would go up another 1000 views like just in the time that it took me to refresh. It was wow. nuts. Um and I I never imagined that I would have content that was popular enough that people argued in the comments over whether or not ADHD is really a thing. Like, like there are people out there who were genuinely like, yeah, you're just lazy. It's like, I'm not lazy. I'm a That's- little bit lazy, but I'm not lazy that way. Like, I have worked 40 hours a week since I turned 18. I'm not lazy. When I need to get shit done, I can get shit done. But the cognitive and developmental disorder that I have has affected my life in so many ways that I did not even realize until like, I've learned more from TikTok than I ever learned from a doctor about ADHD. Like hands down. Um, and on the flip side of that, like people are watching and being like, Oh my God, I must have ADHD. It's like, eh, eh. <laughs> just cause you have one, symptom or or one associated characteristic of ADHD um, does not necessarily mean you have ADHD. And it also does not mean that because you have that associated characteristic that you can tell people that they're lazy because you figured out a way to overcome it. It's just, it, it was interesting to me, like how many, there were so many people talking about how lazy people were, and then multiply that by five for how many people just like, shat all over them in the comments like go fuck yourself
2: <laughs> yeah it's uh the people on tiktok can be toxic but i mean i guess that's really you could say that about anywhere yeah yeah any sort of internet forum
1: it's funny still because every time i think about tiktok like the word tiktok i still think of kesha
2: tiktok on the clock i think of the um crocodile from peter
1: pan All right, well, I think of Kesha, who is uh, apparently doing great right now. I don't know if you guys have listened to anything Kesha's put out in the last three or four years. It's incredible. Like, she is incredible. All of her music that we heard when we were in high school that made us hate her is the music that a record label basically just made her put out. Um And it it was it was tailored for marketability. Like, that's the whole idea behind Kesha as a person was a marketable pop star. Yeah. Um, But her new music, like she sings her ass off, dude. It is like tragic to think that the majority of her career up until this point was full, full of that like weird, you know, like party girl bullshit that had zero emotion or meaning behind it. And a lot of, you know, a lot of people were into that. That was a, those were bangers back in the day. I have plenty of, uh, you know, pop bullshit that I love that doesn't mean anything, but um, it's cool to see some of the pop stars getting redemption for the, the, the careers that their agents gave them, you know?
0: Yeah. That's good. I guess. Good for her. I would I'm encourage you all right. to take a listen. I will discourage yeah. myself from doing that.
1: Even and it, even if it's just to listen to like this one note that she hits in praying, like it's it is unfathomably good. Even if it's not your vibe, you can't listen to that and be like, "Yeah, she sucks." You just can't do it. Oh People yeah, no, are I've, do I've that heard.
2: Though. I've heard some of her other stuff, like not recently, but you know, some of the other stuff where it was. Not her regular music, and she's definitely a very talented pianist and uh, vocalist as well.
1: You know who else can really sing their ass off that got kind of got bubble gummed up was uh, Megan Trainor. Megan Trainor, annoyed, uh, every song I heard from her, annoyed the piss out of me every time I heard it. And then when I heard her sing, like a, it was just like a stripped down acoustic set, she was doing some covers, and she's really, really good. Yeah. It's just crazy, man, like the, the the difference between like what an artist is capable of and what an artist puts out based on, you know, their demographic.
2: I don't even think it's their demographic. I think it's just I, I feel like a lot of times they put out stupid shit
1: as an ends to a, or a means to an end. Well, so like I with Megan Trainor, um, all about that bass was a song that she was trying to sell to different artists like her and her agent were shopping that song out to like, I want to say like Beyonce and Rihanna and stuff. Mm -hmm. No one wanted to buy it. So the, the, her agent was just like, fuck it. You go in there and just track the song. And then they released it and it blew up. So like, you know, at that point you kind of fall into that, but that could be said for a lot of pop stars. I'm really, I'm really kind of excited about the fact that pop music in general has become a more talent focused pool of of content like there are a lot more pop musicians now that are tolerable to listen to for everyone even the people who are not into pop music um, yeah because they're so they're real like the the songs that are coming out from pop musicians now are a lot more real than they used than they have been in the past
2: yeah I mean this like Maybe an unpopular opinion, too, but I I feel like Billie Eilish in general, it does definitely put out some really good stuff. And it's not like it's it's pop. Yeah, it's pop, but it's different at the same time. I think
1: Billie Eilish, there was a there was definitely a point with Billie Eilish where she kind of changed the game. Yeah, because on one hand, like her her first release, her first album won a Grammy for production and it was produced by her brother in his bedroom. Yeah. And that kind of proved to the music industry that uh, what can be done, you know, that like, and the, the era of really expensive recording studios and the only way that you're going to be able to get your music out there and be popular and get big is to go to a huge record label and sign your life away for it that era is coming to an end in the same way that unfortunately buying music is coming to an end, you know, with the advent of, of streaming music, but Mm -hmm. it's, it is what it is. And, and Billie Eilish changed the game. I think she walked. So artists like Olivia Rodrigo could run.
0: Speaking of streams, why don't people (laughs) wash their fucking hands when they leave the bathroom or when they're doing anything? This is something I thought about all day today. Why don't people wash their hands? I've seen so many fucking people over the last couple months not wash their hands. Like, like, after I go to shake someone's hand at work, there's just like, it's caked in dirt. And I'm like, why, why don't, why don't you wash your hands? Why Why do people like having dirty hands? I can't even do anything after touching money without having clean hands. If my hands are not clean, I will freak out. That what's wrong with like me and liking problem, hygiene bro. no <laughs> I, I know people who don't wash their hands when they go to the fucking bathroom <clears throat> you know who the fuck you are um why why do people do that
1: there's a difference between not washing your hands when you go to the bathroom and washing your hands after touching money though <laughs> no,
0: not really money's yeah. filthy and so is a bathroom
1: money is made on paper that is anti antimicrobial like money does not really transfer germs.
0: I don't believe that.
1: So, and the only reason I know this is because, um, I had a customer come into, to my job one time who works for, um, he worked, he worked in the government for, I want to say, um, the DA, but I'm not, I'm not positive about that. He worked, he worked a government position with a security clearance and when COVID first hit um, everybody was kind of nervous about taking cash because of the transfer of the virus over surfaces. And Mm -hmm. they had an entire like meeting and debriefing about the fact that money can't really transmit the virus because money itself does not harbor bacteria. The type of paper that it's printed on is antimicrobial and they do that on purpose.
0: I refuse to believe that. There's no way money is not as dirty as a floor.
1: Well, let's take a quick Google and find out. Is money (laughs) antimicrobial? New money has a proprietary antimicrobial substance in it, so they're less likely to support microbes. But it wears out over time, so the older the money is, the more likely that there are microbes on it. So it's both.
0: Both of these nuts. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was low-hanging fruit and i'm disappointed in you
2: so nuts. What, like the nuts <laughs>
1: <laughs> the nuts fucking alex
0: <laughs> the nuts got him haha. <laughs> Some came into yeah, just, today. i don't i don't <laughs> i don't understand why people don't wash their fucking hands like this has been bothering me i noticed it a lot during uh when when everything first happened i'm like you just took a shit flushed the toilet and walked out why why didn't I hear oh, a yeah. sink? Why didn't you stay in there for an extra fucking thirty seconds and clean your nasty hands? At least like I don't
2: pretend you you wash your hands, you know. Not even <laughs> pretend.
0: You're just a dirty bitch if you don't do it. Like it's simple.
1: I know. Like I- I'm personally more skeptical about, um, like the surfaces in a public bathroom than I would be. I don't online. use public bathrooms. Well, you can't read, so you wouldn't even know which one <laughs> to go to. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> the symbols don't help he doesn't understand them no he doesn't know what they're indicating he doesn't know that a bathroom is there in the first place no robbie doesn't use public bathrooms because up until right now he did not know that they were a thing
0: true this is exactly why i do not use public bathrooms and why i don't wash (laughs) my hands and eat money for breakfast so there we go
1: (laughs) eating money for breakfast is literally what we do we spend money to eat breakfast
0: i don't eat breakfast
1: you know, I I think. But kind of like back.
0: <laughs> I've gone so kind long without eating breakfast, it's just like I, I don't want it.
2: That's fair. You know, kind of going back to the whole "why don't people wash their hands" thing. I think a lot of it has to do with convenience and time. And I mean, like, yeah, if you use no. a public restroom, fuck, thirty seconds. You don't. You know,
0: wash your hands. They're gross.
1: If I had I to have use a public bathroom.
0: I will sanitize my hands before and after I use the sink.
1: I have in certain situations, I've washed my hands twice before leaving a restroom. (laughs) Like, (laughs) like I would wash my hands and then realize I like left my phone sitting on a surface somewhere or, or my keys fell out of my pocket and I had to grab them off the floor. And then I'll wash my hands a second time
2: because like you're in a sketchy bar in one of our many notorious downtown areas.
1: Yeah. Yeah, there are some there are some places in our area where you would be better off not washing your
0: hands. (laughs) You'd be better off just like avoiding that whole area in general.
2: Well, yeah. Yeah. Touching the sink itself is bad enough.
1: Honestly. So speaking of uh, streams. (laughs) um, (laughs) Steam. The the steam steam tams. The Steam Deck is uh, has been officially announced. Um, what do you guys think? I and and I know what at least Robbie thinks. So this is a, another behind the curtain. But like I think that it's pretty cool conceptually. But what do you what do you guys think?
0: You go first, Alex.
2: Um, it doesn't have a thirty ninety, so I really should and neither do you, bitch. It. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I think it, in all honesty, I think it kind of fills in a good hole that the Nintendo Switch is left in the whole portable gaming market. That's you good know, point. You know, because the Switch,
1: you're locked down to just Nintendo games. One of the things that, like, that made a huge difference to me, and I was informed later that this is not the first thing of its kind, but I did not know that. This becoming commercially successful, if it does, is gonna open the door for so much more handheld PC options. Like I uh, apparently they're out there. I haven't seen what other handheld PC options look like, but the switch ridiculously successful to the point where it was like there was a shortage, you know, and the concept of being able to take a gaming console that you can play on your television in the comfort of your own home and just literally pick it up and take the same game with you, wherever you are going is huge. Now, if you take that concept and add the ability to play major AAA titles on PC, that would normally be exclusive. If you were playing consoles, if you had PS4, you wouldn't be getting Microsoft exclusives that may release on PC, you know, Or vice versa. You know, they'll do PC versions of PlayStation games that that Xbox doesn't get. And the fact that you can play games that just generally wouldn't even be available on console portably is totally insane. And you can play them on a dock on your living room TV. One of the major reasons that I don't play games on my PC as much as a lot of people is that I hate playing video games on the screen the size of my computer monitor. I like playing games on a big screen. I like the immersion of the experience, and I like the the vibe of like sitting in front of a TV and and grinding through, you know, a single player action RPG, which is essentially the only games Mm -hmm. that I ever play besides Binding of Isaac. (laughs) So being able to take those types of games and put them on your TV is insane to me.
2: Don't they have like the Steam Link for
1: that, basically? Yeah, but there's from what I've tried with Steam Link, Um, Because there is, I believe there's also an iOS app for Steam Link. It's super laggy and it streams the games from your computer. You have to run the game on your computer and then stream it from your computer to the Steam Link and then play it through your TV. So there's a a palpable and considerable lag. You know, like you can't play an FPS like that. You would die immediately.
0: Yeah. So what I think about the stream deck steam deck um, is that it's a waste of money. And if you buy one, you're stupid and you've given Gabe Newell all of your fucking money.
1: I understand why you feel that way. Because for what it is, it could be better.
0: It could be a million times better.
1: And for what it is, it could be so much better. But I think that valve coming out with a device like that, if it works, like if people are like, Oh yeah, this is badass." It's gonna open the door for other companies to start doing something like uh, you know, let's say, and this is this is my prediction. I think that the next the next manufacturer to do this is gonna be either Razer or Corsair. I thought
0: Razer already had something like that.
1: They may. I don't know. Like I said, the Steam Deck is the first option like this that I'd ever heard of. But oh, yeah, the
0: Razer Edge tablet that's been out since 2013.
1: Yeah. So at this point. I didn't know about it Yeah, because Valve Valve and Razer are completely... Like, Valve is a whole different animal. Yeah. Razer makes gaming accessories. Valve has the platform that a good majority of gamers use to download their games. It's Valve. It's Valve. Yeah. And so if Valve can do it with something that a lot of PC gamers may consider a shitty option as far as the specs go... A company like Razer or Corsair or Asus or um, even Samsung, you know, or like a like a Galaxy or Google or Windows making portable gaming PCs specifically. I, actually, Microsoft might be the next one to nick that idea.
0: What makes the, the Steam to Apple
1: Apple's not doing anything for gaming?
0: It'll be a million dollars. And they, they got that. We talked iPhone. a little
1: bit about their VR setup that I haven't heard anything about since we talked about it like 15 or 20 episodes ago. <laughs> I think what, what
0: makes the steam deck unique is that it's integrated with steam and that's why people want it. Um, they want to go through their whole library of steam games at the stroke of a finger and right. But if you had a mass effect a, or GTA five or whatever the hell else they
1: want. Oh yeah, but if you had—I'm not talking about specifically Steam integrating with the device. If you had a PC that's this big that you can take with you, that you can dock and plug into your uh, plug into your TV at home, like that is, in my opinion, something that hasn't been done well enough, obviously, to have commercial success. But the concept behind it is huge. For the you sake know what of can gaming? do that, what's that?
0: You know, I can do that. These nuts.
1: I doubt it. Because <sighs> if, uh, if they could, then you probably would already done it, and you'd have a million dollars, and you wouldn't be wasting time with us fuckos.
0: If I had a million dollars, I wouldn't be able to read it in the bank account, so I don't fucking know.
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, like the what the ability know? to put the power of a gaming PC, and and this may be far off. Like you're not gonna get. A 3090 in a handheld device. It's gonna be a really long time unless unless Apple actually steps up to the gaming world. Because the M1 chips potentially or the the type of technology that the M1 chips and Apple are capable of running, that's that is majorly innovative. And that could be what changes the game as far as like handheld and mobile gaming. If Apple is willing to which they're not (laughs) to release a, a device that is accessible and attainable to the regular general population, they could potentially have like a huge thing on their hands. Even, even if you could run steam on iPad, like that would be ridiculous.
0: God fucking this, this camera man. And the new
1: the new iPads with the M1 chips are fully capable of processing that graphic ability and that technology and that processing power. Like they have the capability of doing it. People were pissed when they found out the new iPads would not support uh, Logic Pro or um, or Final Cut Pro or any of the you know media processing options that Mac computers have even though the MacBooks that are coming out right now and the iPads that are coming out right now have the exact same processor chip in them. Yeah. So the capabilities there, like it is possible to have that level of power in a device this big.
0: Possible. If Apple does it, it'll be a million dollars. See, I kind of had this realization today. The reason everybody has... A MacBook, an iPad, an iPhone, and all these like Apple products is they're all linked into one ecosystem, and it's yeah. the ease of it's the the ease of access to everything. You can pull up your text messages on your iPad, check it on your watch, and then go over to your computer and keep texting with your AirPods, so, and they're just switching from device to device.
1: And it even integrates using non Apple products. I do this all the time, where I will um, take photos on my phone. Or do I do digital art? So when I want to put digital art onto my PC, I literally just upload it to my iCloud drive and download it from my iCloud drive onto my PC. And it takes minutes. Like I don't have to connect anything to anything. I don't have to worry about how slow or how horribly bad the storage capacity on Dropbox is. (laughs) When you're talking about cloud storage, I pay what, like a dollar a month for two terabytes of online cloud storage with iCloud yeah. and Dropbox is like $15 a month to have 500 gigs. You know, That's yeah, it, it is absolutely Apple I've always maintained is dumbass compatible and it makes it so you could do big stuff without having to know a lot about computers or technology
2: yeah I mean, to be fair, though, Windows is kind of getting there. like they had the whole your phone app um, which you can use to look at notifications, messages, photos, apps, calls, and even make uh, text messages from the app on Windows from your phone. So they're they're working on it. they're they're starting to integrate that system together as well. Um, Is it as clean and as nice as Apple's? No, but uh, well, I think part of that has
1: to do with the fact that Apple is so exclusive to itself. Yeah, Apple is so up its own ass that it is—it's not difficult to create an ecosystem like that. Whereas with Windows, a lot of it is more focused on user customization and variety. Like the fact that every single Windows computer out there has an entirely different setup. And an entirely different configuration makes it so that having a very simple to use integrated ecosystem for Windows is pretty difficult compared to Apple runs versions of the same software for every device that they have. And like they have a even when you consider text messaging Apple, like I know that I would rather message certain friends of mine on Facebook than text message them. Because I would prefer to, me- like, I text message people who have iMessage. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And iMessage syncs to every single Apple device I own. So, like, it- it's it's almost hard to have that seamless design without being so closed off and, again, up your own ass like Apple is. Very true, very true. Yeah,
0: that's fair. Especially
1: with how prevalent Apple devices are. Reddit
2: question?
0: Reddit question.
1: We can
2: go for Reddit
0: question. Boom. If you could pick one thing to remove from existence to make everyone uncomfortable, what would you choose?
2: Um, I have an answer if you guys don't. I have have a tentative answer. Alex? So uh, I guess... if I wanted to make everyone uncomfortable, I think the best thing to remove would be the wheel. Just the wheel. Imagine how
1: uncomfortable your life would be without wheels. Dang, that is better than mine. <laughs> I was going to say foam. Foam? Yeah. Foam in any form or fashion. Foam's definitely
2: important, but you can use foam to fix a wheel.
0: I'm going to say carpet.
1: No. Yeah. I fucking hate carpet.
0: You ever get in your car, realize there's no carpet in there?
1: I would rather have foam.
0: You don't get foam (laughs) or carpet in your car.
1: I would would rather have foam floors in my car. That's fine. We'll just have a shag rug. I would rather tile my car.
0: (laughs) That'll be very horrible.
1: Just go in there and spray the shit down. Your car yeah, will that's be like so f-
0: loud and echoey too. A
1: little drain plug. No, not if you line it with foam. <laughs> well, <you're-> You put <laughs> a tile in there, it's like a frag grenade
2: when you get into your an accident. Car right? be, your car would
1: be immensely loud with carpet if you didn't have foam underneath the floorboards to eliminate road noise.
0: Yeah, but without carpet, you'd just be stepping on all the tin the whole time, or the tin, the metal.
1: Not if you had foam floors.
0: Well, if you had foam floors, you'd be kind of squishy, squishing around a little bit, a little unsafe, yeah, wouldn't, be it be? Yeah, yes. wouldn't it be?
1: Yeah, way significantly more that's more scratchy. Wouldn't it be unsafe? carpet shoes have memory
2: foam or memory carpet, Robbie? Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know. Mine don't have either. <laughs> <laughs> mine, are, mine are rubber.
1: <laughs> Which is uh, another thing that would be really, really inconvenient. If, if you <laughs>
0: lived in an apartment and there was no carpet, anywhere it'd be so much louder than if there were if there was carpet in some places that's fair that's
1: fair that's fair and it would be a significant uh, significantly more of a pain in the ass to add foam (laughs) to, to reduce the noise like like if if we're going based on noise as being the major reason having like foam insulation between floors would be significantly harder than just adding carpet to it but um yeah, no. Like, if someone said, "Oh, yeah, your car comes with you know the option to have interior carpet, or you can pay an extra hundred dollars a month to have tile," you best believe I would have tile in my car.
0: Well, maybe if you clean your carpet in your car, you wouldn't hate it so much, Tommy.
1: Well, <laughs> but it doesn't exist. I can clean carpet with a five dollar a five dollar spray bottle of uh, cleaner, but to clean carpet. I have. Did I just say I have to? I can clean yep. carpet. Uh huh. Yeah. I can clean yeah, tile you. with a five dollar bottle of cleaner. I can clean carpet with a five dollar bottle of cleaner and an extractor vacuum and uh, and and uh, drill brush and a and a fucking whole litany of things. And I understand why this is important to you, Robbie. You don't.
0: You don't. You don't need that. You don't need all I that to clean carpet. I understand why this is
1: important to you, Robbie, because carpet's been a big part of your life.
0: And I fucking hate I it. I want it. I want it gone. I want it gone
1: that that's what i'm saying i would rather eliminate carpet from my life entirely than oh yeah most other materials uh here's a here's a good one uh paved roads (laughs) well if you don't have a not have paved roads what's that
2: me alex god ravi someone one of us speak <laughs> if you if you don't if you don't have wheels you won't have paved roads. Well,
0: that's not necessarily true. They would just take know. way longer. How would they pave the road without a wheel and how would they flatten it out? Stamping it um, like they do concrete?
1: Yeah, they'd have to stamp it, yeah. That'd be a pain in the dick. It would be a pain mm-hmm. in the dick. I feel like if you removed the wheel from common society, and the entire concept of the wheel from common society, it wouldn't be that long before we figured it out again.
0: The square revolutionary from Apple. We'd like it would not like be that really... long
1: before. Now, if you consider the idea, like the, the mechanical concept of a wheel, not just like wheels for your cars, but the mechanical concept of the wheel, so much shit would not exist. Oh yeah. We'd have you
2: use things like dodecagons guns or just some really high count polygon.
1: Well, not even just that, but like consider the fact that air conditioning would not work. Your computer would not work. Um, let's see. Uh, any kind of pulley system would not work anymore. Yeah, you know, no draw- more sliding box. drawers or sliding glass doors would not work. It's
2: uh it's super inconvenient, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. So that is a
1: really good answer.
2: You don't think about that, how much our society depends on the fact that
1: the wheel exists, do you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, headphones. <laughs> that would be that wouldn't <laughs> bother you at all, though. <laughs> well, I don't like wearing over-the-ear headphones and oh, you when like I'm the listening earphones. to music, I like to block everything out. But when we're mm. on when I'm like talking. I hate hearing myself inside my head. Like it, it, it makes me feel claustrophobic. So really? that's why I don't like to wear headphones when we're podcasting. Open um, back saved my life. Yeah. Even then, like physically the feeling of Ooh. having headphones cover my ears is not a fun. I would remove chairs. Oof. Chairs or anything to sit on. You know like, how
0: in shape America would be without chairs?
1: escalators and elevators bro Ooh. I feel like that would be a service to humanity to remove yeah. escalators and elevators yeah. like well at least american humanity well
2: you'd have to have like people with disabilities would have to have like a special access
0: card to use them cause... no no they get that one thing that goes up the the handrail you don't know talk about what's it called
1: mhm mhm what but is it just wheel, doesn't it Yeah, those things really drive
0: me up the wall. uh,
2: Tommy, get out. Go. We don't want you here anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Take your liquid
0: (laughs) death and fuck off.
1: (laughs) Hey, like I said, I think I I talked about it last week, but there's nothing different about liquid death water compared with other water, except for the fact that you feel way cooler drinking out of that cool ass can. This is true. I feel cool
0: drinking out of it.
1: I, I did not want to be enraptured by their marketing, but I saw it in the store and it was the first time I ever saw it where I didn't have to order it and I bought it and I was like, you know, this is just water, but it makes me feel cool for hydrating.
0: (laughs) I almost bought some at Target last week and I was like, no,
1: they got it at Target now.
0: Oh yeah. They got a whole fucking wall of liquid death there.
1: Okay. Well, oh, that's wow. going to be it. Cause I've only ever seen it sold in individual cans, but if I can buy cases mm-hmm. of it, it's not that expensive. either. I don't
0: know if it was a case. I just know it was there.
1: I it, like, I thought it was way more expensive than regular like bottled water, but it's really not like it, it is less expensive than buying something like, uh, like Fiji.
0: <coughs> Fiji is good though. I know Liquid death is good too. Um, but I like Fiji a little more.
1: Yeah, it's, it's less expensive than buying Fiji or Smart Water or Voss, you know? Oh. If you had to compare any, like, commonly, you know, purchased luxury water, which is a fucked up thing to even have luxury. We have luxury water and there are places where you just can't get water. Um, if you were to compare any common luxury water brand to Liquid Death, I would say that most of the time Liquid Death is actually cheaper. Which I was not expecting. Like I thought it was going to be hella expensive to buy it, and it's like I think I got them like two for two fifty, at at the gas station, you know. Not too bad. And the the 11 brand of sparkling water that they sell is only like twenty eight cents cheaper to buy two for two twenty two. So, <laughs> and it's the same amount. It's the same sixteen ounces. Like. I thought it was way more expensive than it was, but when you buy it by the case it's less than a dollar per, per can and I I genuinely have lost a lot of the reason why I thought it was a stupid idea since the last time that I that I really had an opinion on it.
0: Well, that's that was water talk. <laughs> Again, sorry for bringing that up. <laughs> I, I will not trigger you with liquid death anymore yeah, you I promise can't set
1: you. me off like that man you set me up for <laughs> you set me up for for i don't know if that was failure if we did get a sponsor from liquid death that would have been the perfect spot right there honestly we could all just sip 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 that's what we need to do we need to clip this section of the episode and reapply for the liquid death sponsor with that clip
0: yes i'm down we need to get a sponsor soon. We'll do that eventually.
1: Hey, if you I have, have a company and you yeah. watch this, sponsor our podcast.
0: Yeah, pay oh, us yeah. fucking money to promote your shit. I promise people will buy it. We'll say nice things. Yeah. At and the very if, least, we'll say nice if, things. It, yeah. If you pay us, we'll say nice things. If not, then it's like, sorry. Money talks bullshit. Words.
1: If you don't pay us, we'll say objective things. Maybe like it. <laughs> yeah, I, it's, I don't
0: know. Maybe. I don't know. Never I mean, to. it's water. It's, you know, you got Dasani and Liquid Death, you know, kind of 50-50 there. <laughs> Insult them a little. I'd rather drink sand than drink Dasani.
1: I'd rather eat glass than
0: drink Dasani.
1: How do you drink sand?
0: I don't Can know. Drink is sand a, a liquid
2: or a solid? What? Sand is a fluid.
1: No. Yeah, it is. No, it's non-compressible
0: depends what kind of sand it is
1: water it is non-compressible it and it's a to the fluid the shape of its container under its own gravity
2: water is non-compressible and it's a fluid
1: that's true water is non-compressible but sand does not like i said the sand does not conform to the shape of its container under under it gravity does. Yeah, because when you think of sand sand references a group of many solids. It's a similar concept, but on a smaller scale to the idea that you could dive into a pile of gold coins and not actually just break your spine. I'm just curious,
2: is sand a fluid? Now I have to know. What's jello? Jello, I don't know. Jello is jello a solid or a liquid? It's a solid. It's it starts out as a kind market. of a middle ground, but like, but it's not a non-Newtonian what about, fluid. What about
1: Jello in its final form? <laughs> this isn't even my final form. Makes it. I think
2: Jello solid
1: in the same way that you could consider ice a solid. Would would Jello just be a s- extremely viscous fluid? Well, no, because it doesn't like if you break it apart and put two pieces of Jello back next to each other, they don't reform. And Jello in its in its set configuration does not also conform to the shape of its container. It will stay a cube no matter what shape container you put it in.
0: If you like learning about snacks and their technicalities, tune in next week. For us talking about pudding and maple syrup. Maple syrup's a liquid.
1: Pudding is not a liquid. I told you, you can't fucking set me off, dude. It's time to end the episode. You you ever ever
0: heat up pudding? Because then it gets kind of (laughs) liquidy.
1: Well, yeah, that's what melting is, bro.
0: But then is it a liquid?
1: Everything's Everything's heated up until it melts. Yes.
0: Well, if you heat up sand, doesn't turn into a liquid? Turns into glass, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, and yeah, glass at liquid. that temperature is a liquid,
0: but it's thick liquid. Viscous, yep. just like thick water, which we all need to try. And we all need to get a thing of thick water and try it on an episode.
2: Wait, like, thick water?
0: You ever seen thick water? It's meant for people that have trouble swallowing. I think. Oh yes, I have seen that. Yeah, oh, I, I have hear heard of Absolutely it. All right, that's disgusting. Gonna be, yeah, that's
1: going to be our like, you know, our taste test episode. Yeah. We'll we're gonna have to do come up with like test a bunch of code. stuff to to taste test on an episode,
0: and we'll do it in person.
1: Yes. Oh yeah. We should,
0: because we can do that.
1: Yes, we can. Because we're men. Hell yeah. Hey, that's sexist, Robbie.
0: That is not sexist. That is a fact. We, we could also known.
1: still do that if we were women.
0: True. There or persons
1: go. of a non-binary gender.
2: Or maybe not even persons.
0: True. If we were dogs, cats, and aliens. Dogs
1: can taste test, yes.
0: Mm-hmm. So can cats.
1: We're devolving. <laughs> we're falling apart Funny. right now. If we're, <laughs> if we're turning into
0: cats, you. we're devolving. My dog Episode earlier.
2: 30. We made it. <laughs> we did it's it. It's all down to 30. Me.
0: Tell your dog story, Alex.
2: Oh, Okay. So my fiance gave our dog a frozen tater tot, and our dog did not chew it; just swallowed, (laughs) all swallowed. Now our dog is a little like Chihuahua Dachshund mix, right? She swallowed it whole, vomited it back up, and then went back
0: for seconds. That's how I eat. Why is that? Why is that funny? That's how I eat all my food.
1: Well, that's not surprising considering you can't read.
0: True. I, I, I didn't know it said chew, chew.
1: Yeah, or cook, even. That's why most of your meals are raw.
0: No, cook is a hard word for me to read. I have to sound it out for about a minute. Co, uh, quack, 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 quack. Okay. Quack. We're, we're going to fuck off now because this is just, this is. <laughs> People are probably annoyed by this by now. <laughs> um, comment fuck Tommy. Write us on all the podcast shit. Uh, follow Tommy on Twitch so he can play Bunny of Isaac. You can watch him. Uh, yeah. Follow Alex on Twitch so he can play GTFO and you can watch him. Watch uh, my
1: TikTok to get wa- me watch uh, his TikTok. more and more serotonin. Get Tommy <laughs> in
0: a TikTok compilation to make his ego go through the fucking roof because we all need that. I am, I'm doing this, by the way. I know it look weird, but I'm doing this. Um <laughs> Um, fucking bye y'all fucking dirty 30 motherfucker
1: bye